Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So, talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com. He konai purangi tēnei nā te reo irirangi o Aotearoa. If you're driving into Whakatane from, say, Matata or Tauranga, you'll come across the sign. It says, Whakatane, everything under the sun. Well, today, uh, it's not quite sunny. In fact, it's quite miserable. It's rainy. But I'm here to find out what Whakatane is all about in this episode of Know My Town. Population just over 37,000. To get the kind of small town vibe Fakatani here in the Eastern Bay of Plenty. So let's check it out. This is No My Town. I'm in Fakatani called Justine Murray Aho. Fakatani, home to beaches, a whare that travelled around the world, and a mysterious statue of a lady on a rock, a story we're going to explore shortly. It's a quaint town with hilltop houses and good coffee and kai. People call this town other places as well. Wakatane, you hear that a lot. I've seen it spelt as W-A-K-A-T-A-N-E. And I think those sort of are such an opportunity to teach. Mark Sykes, he manages Te Whareitaonga o Taketake, the local museum. The name Whakatane is thanks to the ancestor Wairaka, who arrived at this place where I'm standing right now. So um, we're at the river mouth where the waka would have come and with that rock is, so. so this rock is turu turu where the mātātua waka, waka came, came in and was tied to that rock. And that rock's very tapu. Yes. And by tapu, Mark means this rock is very sacred to the people of the local iwi Ngāti Awa. Joe Harawira is a storyteller. He's been doing it for a while as part of his job at the Department of Conservation. He's the kaihautu te kotahitanga, and talking about place names is part of his job. The our Māori place names um, have stories attached to them, and the stories uh, within uh, those place names are about the things that happened for tangata whenua of those places. So, Joan is going to help us break down the story in bits. Let's start with the ancestor Irakewa. Of course, this is hundreds of years ago. Now, precisely when? Well, no one's sure. But he was on a scouting trip to Aotearoa. And he landed at a place we call now Te Kureitango Matatua, which is along the, um, around the heads, Te Haihainga. And whilst he was here, he surveyed the land and then he went back to Rarotonga, uh, to his home. Uh, and then he talked to his son about bringing the, the waka, matatua, um, uh, over to Aotearoa. So while in Rarotonga, Irakewa told his son Toroa, who would also become the captain of the matatua waka, to sail here and look for three signs. When he spots them, it's the place to settle his people. So the first sign is a huge rock located in a river mouth. The second is a cave and the third cascading waterfalls. 
And so those were the, the tohu that uh, Toroa was looking for in his journeys when he arrived up north and then continued down to finally arrive at the, um, at the river or at the place called Kakahuroa at the time. And um, the, the, story, uh, the story goes that uh, when they found them, they beached the waka and the men uh, actually went to survey, um, survey the land. When the Matatua waka landed, they tied it around a sacred rock. As we heard earlier, this is Turuturu Rock. Now, the women remained on board and the water began to shift. It being a tidal place, of course, the waka started being, being pulled out to, to sea. I've heard that uh, women had were not to have anything to do with the the workings um, of the waka. Our story is that uh, it was Wairaka, who was the daughter of Tuloa, um, was the one who retrieved the waka, and saved the waka from being taken out into the ocean. In order for her to carry out uh, the the things that only men do, she uttered the, the phrase. Let me act like a man so that it would cover her to be able to bring the waka back, uh, back to shore. So whakatane was an incantation from Wairaka. If we break it down a bit, whaka meaning to embody or take on the characteristics of something. In this case, Wairaka wanted to embody a man, to have the strength of a man, or tāne. But stories have other versions too, and this one is no exception. Here's Joe Harawira again. On that waka, Mautatua, there was Toroa, there was his sister Muriwai, and his um, daughter, Wairaka, his son Tane Atua. When they landed at Whakatane, of course, the, the people got off the waka and they spread out um, to the different areas around uh, the Bear Plenty. And uh, Te Whakatohea, who were descendants of Muriwai, went, of course, over to the Portsiki area. And according to the stories of uh, Te Whakatohea, um, it was actually Muriwai who um, saved the, the waka. The waka, not yeah. wairaka. No, it wasn't wairaka. And so our stories say it was wairaka. We acknowledge each other's stories and there's, there's no tension whatsoever. So whakatane, the name stuck? So it's the Wairaka version of the story that the town's name comes from, from her incantation to be like a man and save the waka. Now both these iwi connect to the Matatua waka. Uh, this is also my lineage, being from Tauranga. Actually there's a waiata called Te Tau o Matatua. It names all the sites and places in this region. We sing this here in my hometown. Here's a snippet. That is quite a fast-paced waita, and you may have picked up the name Muriwai in that song. But if it's sung in Whakatane, the word Muriwai is likely to be replaced with Wairaka. And I remember singing the song and thinking, are we saying Muriwai? Is it going to be Wairaka? Uh, Because there can be some confusion if you don't know 
which version of the story the iwi supports. Uh, Anyway, that's my own personal experience. Which takes us back to the river mouth. Now, in the distance, there's a bronze statue of Wairaka. I'm back with Mark Sykes. There's a guy in his truck staring at us um, in the rain. But, you know, that's all good. Kia ora. Kia ora, kia ora. It's uh, kind of drizzly, but that's okay. It's just one of those days here in the Eastern Bay of Plenty. So we're looking at, um, is it Wairaka? <laughs> On the rock at the heads in Fakatan. Is, is, is it? Is it? Could be Muri. Could be Muriwai. Could, could be, be Muriwai. Could be Mrs. Sullivan. Okay, so hang on. Uh, who is Mrs. Sullivan? Well, yeah, there's another variation on the story that this statue is actually dedicated to the late wife of Sir William Sullivan, former mayor of Whakatane, from 1925 to 1938. Sullivan died in 1967, two years after the statue was unveiled. Here's Joe Harawira again. My sense is that um, in order to honour his his wife, he wanted to build um, a statue to in memory of his wife, but um, that because of the story of Wairaka is that that name was attached um, to to that particular um, statue um, on that rock. And that's probably the most contentious part, why the statue was allowed to be built on Turuturu Rock. Still, it was 58 years ago. The pōhere at the time uh, was led by um, Auntie Mati Harawera, so there was this knowledge, I think, between the iwi or the hapu and his intention of that um, statue. Mm, so it was in, me- in memory of his wife, but it was also always meant to be wairaka. And back in the day, Mark reckons that people used to do really odd things. People would go across and put bikinis on her. <laughs> Sorry. Honest. That's what they were, people were doing because of... Yeah, this was just, just idiots thinking, would climb the, climb the rock with a bikini yeah, and yeah, put it on because, because yeah, just because. So I'm driving around Fakatane and it's half past twelve, lunchtime, and I come up to the sign and this is what it says: drive through, ten dollar hangi, cream power, seafood chowder, kina, raw fish, and I'm looking for lunch. Hi. What are you fellas up to? Uh, we're currently selling hangi, power, seafood via drive-thru, Māori drive-thru. <laughs> What's the best thing about Whakatane? Oh, everything really, just yeah. the people, the culture. Um, I enjoy it. It's brought me home from spending years in the city over 20 years and now I'm back home enjoying the lifestyle, the rural, everything. Everything, that's all I can say. Okay. I'm going to take one cream power and one seafood chowder, please. Oh, I didn't see the fry bread. Yeah, we got fry bread. Just two fry bread, please. And yes, it was yummy. Next stop is Te Whare Taonga o Takitake, the Whakatane Museum. I'm back with Mark Sykes. Now, while he went to Wellington for a while to work at Te Papa, this area is home. Whakatane has been built around, well, farming now, of course, Mm. um, but it was built around a lot of industries, and Māori had a big input on those industries because A, of the manpower that they provided. Kawaro, as you know, big, huge um, yep. place that all of us, I think, in one stage of our lives have worked in Kawaro. This is the tim- no, paper mill. Paper yeah, mill, yeah, paper t- mill. Paper mill, timber mill. Yeah. 
Tasman Pulp and Paper was about half an hour's drive from Whakatane. It employed hundreds of locals. In fact, the town Kawero was built because of this industry. After 66 years, it closed up in June of 2021. And I promised you the story of a globe-trotting Farenui. Well, this is Matatua Farenui, a large meeting house built in Fakatane in 1875. But only a few years later, in 1879, it was dismantled for an exhibition in Sydney and shipped over. When it got to Sydney, nobody over there knew how to put up a Farenui, and it was uh, erected with all of the tukutuku and carvings facing out, you know, exposed to the weather. Um, it went from uh, Sydney to, to Melbourne and then from Melbourne over to London and finally came back to New Zealand, And uh, but that's another story. It went straight down to Otago and we, we got it back as part of our treaty um, settlement. Uh, we got it back in 1999, um, Kura Ching Tutu and uh, some of our carvers began the conservation stuff, um, re recarving and, and the like, and um, that... Uh, now is uh, one of our main attractions. Matatua Meeting House, now back home and open to the public. So that's Fakatane from the words Kia Fakatane O Yahoo, spoken by the ancestor Wairaka, whose courage saved Awaka and the people who would make the Bay of Plenty their home. The women were the important people because they were the bearers of future future life, Tata Katsua. Thanks for listening to Know My Town, written and presented by me, Justine Murray. Executive producer, Tim Watkin, engineer, William Saunders. Thanks to Mark Sykes and Joe Harawira. Follow Know My Town, that's N-A-U-M-A-I Town on Apple, Spotify or any good podcasting app. 